All right, so they say that China hacked critical American infrastructure in Guam, according to Microsoft and the Five Eyes Intelligence Alliance. Now, the U.S. State Department is saying that China could hack our pipelines and into our railroads. Now, since this is coming from the war-hungry U.S. government and the Five Eyes war machine, I'm a little bit skeptical because the military-industrial complex is itching to get us into another war, and if it's a world war, even better. But in order to do that, they had to convince you that the threat is necessary. So we already see how Russia's committing war crimes, and somebody should put a stop to that, so we might be going to war with Russia. Now, you got China hacking U.S. infrastructure, specifically in Guam, which is strategically in position to defend. And Taiwan, if necessary. Coincidentally, this is all happening at the same time that over 50 U.S. senators have been issued satellite phones in case of emergency. Just enough people to vote on legislation in an emergency situation. Bunch of weird stuff going on. So you've probably heard of George Soros, the super rich Democratic donor who funds far left politicians, terror groups like Antifa, corrupt prosecutors like Alvin Bragg, who's now prosecuting Donald Trump, and who funds pretty much every evil thing in the United States. Did you ever wonder how he got a start? Well, he was a young Jewish teenager in Hungary during World War II. You know what he did when the Holocaust was going on? No, he didn't survive a concentration camp. He didn't hide out somewhere. He was going around and rounding up Jews and taking their property on behalf of the Nazis. If you don't believe me, listen to him in his own words. My understanding is, is that you went out with this protector of yours who swore that you were uh, his adopted godson. Yes, yes. Went out, in fact, and helped in the confiscation of property yes. from the Jews. That's right. Yes. I mean, that's, that sounds uh, like an experience that would send lots of people to the psychiatric couch for many, many years. Was it difficult? Uh, uh, not, not, not at all. Not at all. It, uh, maybe as a child, you don't you don't see the connection, uh, uh, but it was it created no no problem at all. No feeling of guilt. No. That's who the left gets all their funding from. So with all the talks about the debt ceiling and the government spending too much money, digging us deeper and deeper into debt. You often hear people say, oh, well, the debt ceiling was raised three times under President Trump. Donald Trump added trillions of dollars to the deficit as well. They're not telling you was that Congress created those huge spending packages. Now, if you remember, early in Trump's administration, he shut down the government because he didn't want to sign it. He had every single Democrat on TV saying, oh, Donald Trump shut down the government. He shut down the government. It's all his fault. It's all his fault. He shut down the government. The Congress is controlled by the Democrats and Nancy Pelosi. So what was Trump supposed to do? Keep the government shut down forever? I would have liked that. But it's not reality. He couldn't do it. He had to sign it. He had no other option. So it added trillions of dollars to debt. So now we're in a situation where a Republican-controlled Congress does not want to raise the debt ceiling, does not want to keep spending trillions of dollars for the first time in I don't know how long. And yet the Democrats still say, no, we want to raise the debt. Let's spend more money that we don't have. We live in a clown world. And the people that are in charge of us are the worst human beings on the planet. A big part of deep state is the military-industrial complex. And they love war because there's a lot of money to be made in war. That's why the United States is investing so much money into Ukraine. It's because they want to send American troops there possibly into Russia, so they can make a lot of money on weapons, manufacturing weapons, because war is a racket. And a small amount of people get rich off of the blood of the very many. Talking millions of people in Iraq that died over false pretenses of weapons of mass destruction. We destroyed a whole country of Afghanistan, all while the perpetrator of the 9-11 tax was hiding out. Pakistan. You know what? I got it figured out. Let's just let all 7 billion people of the world just come here. Once they get here, they say they're seeking asylum. They'll be let in the country, given permits to work, and they'll get a court date set for 10 years from now. In the meanwhile, their kids will grow up 
They'll go to college for free. They'll be put on Medicaid, have all their medical expenses paid for. They'll even be approached by Democrat activist groups and be paid to go vote as people who have died that are still on voter rolls. Because that's the only way that Democrats can get elected. And we have unlimited resources here in the United States, so it's fine. And it's going to be great for climate change. Because all the influx of people is going to bring more waste and more garbage and more pollution to the United States. But it's okay. Because as the oceans rise, more of the elites buy houses on the coast, buying beachfront property on Martha's Vineyard. Because in 12 years, it's going to be washed away. No big deal, right? Listen, this is a joke. Our country's in some serious trouble. We have no borders. Nothing matters anymore. But remember, once Biden and Harris got elected, the adults are back in charge. Notice how when progressives talk about income inequality, their solution to it is to just tax high-income earners more. I think that somehow taking the money from high-income earners and giving it to the government is going to help low-income earners. I guess if you look at it through the perspective, oh, we'll be able to fund welfare programs better. Welfare programs and social safety nets, in theory, sound good. And I agree, there should be some type of social safety net. But the programs that the United States run are designed designed to keep you in that safety net. They don't want you getting out of it because once they have you locked in, once you're getting that check from the government, they don't want you to escape the government control. So now they got you and now you're stuck in the system. They don't want you breaking out because they know they can rely on your vote. And they've convinced you that somehow if they confiscate the money from high income earners and give it to the government, that's somehow going to help you. It's not. It's not the man. It's not the capitalist that's keeping you down. It's the government. The more people they have in their control and in their grasp, the more they hold on to their power. You can break free from the government's control, but you can't keep voting the way that you've always been voting. It's easier to believe a lie than it is to accept the truth. Some people, no matter how much evidence you show them, they will continue to believe the lie. Because in order to accept the truth, you have to admit that you've been lied to and that you've been wrong. Some people's whole existence and whole identity is based off of the lie. So even if they know that it's a lie, they can't let it go. They will continue on pretending that the lie is true, even though that they know that it's not. I have to say, I have to question what kind of character you have if you continue to believe the lie, knowing the truth and still pretending that the lie is true. That's what we do with our news media and our politicians. Why do some people still believe the same people that have been lying to them for the last seven years? Russia collusion, Trump's working with the Russians. He may even be a Soviet asset from the 80s. And then the lockdowns. And then if you get the jab, you can't transmit or contract the virus. It's all lies. And there's still people out there that are pretending to believe it because it's now a part of their identity. Even my Myself, I had to accept that I believed the war propaganda. I took a hook, line, and sinker. It was all based on lies. So where do we go from here? You fool me once, shame on you. You fool me twice, shame on me. It's not happening again. Remember, the United States is not a democracy or a constitutional republic. It's unlike the monarchy. Keep in mind, sharp, don't listen to media. This is Flip the Script Podcast.